Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first few minutes of a private conversation between one of England's monarchs and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is January 1199. Richard is relaxing in his chambers in France when the news arrives that somebody wants to speak to him. It appears he is nominated for the award of Best King. I'd vote for him. He's well fit. Enter. Hello, King Richard. Can I help you? Claire Gervais, I'm a judge for the National Awards. We have an interview scheduled. Interview? The award isn't uh, mine? Ah, I'm afraid not. We interview all nominees before we make a decision. I'm the judge that has been assigned to meet with you. Are you still available? Yes, uh, yes, please, uh, sit. Thank you. I promise it won't take too long. I just have some specific questions that I need to go through with you. Yes, yes, very good. <laughs> Formalities. Do you know who nominated you for this award? Uh, yes, me. Right. You nominated yourself for Best King? Yes, uh, it's only right. I am the Best King, as you say. <laughs> That's what I'm here to establish, King Richard, but... They call me Coeur de Lyon, so... The heart of a lion, yes, but it takes a bit more than that to be an effective king. Oh, which other bits of lion do I need, then? Let's begin with your childhood. You were born in England, is that right? Yes, although I grew up on the continent, Anjou, Aquitaine. So you describe your upbringing, your culture, language, identity... French. Yes, I'm totally French. French? Yes. It's my first language. I don't speak English too well. You can blame my father for that. Ah, yes, your father. Is it true that you were in a two-year argument with him, which left him exhausted and ill? He was quite sickly, anyway. And when he finally did name you as his heir, he died only two days later? Are you suggesting I caused his death? Are you suggesting you caused his death? I'm not suggesting anything. Other than giving me the award, obviously. Which reminds me, what date is the ceremony? I need to make sure I'm available. And you have a brother, John. Is that right? Uh, little weasel. He wants my throne. He swore he'd not set foot in England for three years. And did he? Of course he did. Have you met John? Mother threatened to confiscate his lands if he met with the French king. She should have stopped his pocket money. Talking of money, is there a financial payment as well? Is this a ward thing? No. When John groveled, you forgave him. Why? Well, I had to. He's my brother. You could have tried him for treason or stuck him in prison. It was more important to remove his pockets of support, chief of which was Nottingham Castle. They didn't believe I had returned. I said, of course, it's me, you idiots. What do you want, identification? Oh, Robin Hood. Who? Doesn't matter. So, you left England in the hands of, frankly, your nightmarish brother John. Although, your deputy William Longchamp wasn't much better, was he? Apparently, he was brusque and overbearing and alienated people. I mean, that's why he got the job. I heard he fled trying to avoid prison. He disguised himself as a woman. 
but it backfired when he was waiting for a ship at Dover. Backfired? He was accosted by an amorous fisherman and chased down the beach. I think that's called karma. Let's turn to your coronation. Probably one of the most important ceremonies for a king. Was it regal, full of pomp and circumstance? Westminster Abbey, uh, chanting clergymen, uh, four noblemen carrying golden candlesticks, followed by barons carrying royal regalia. John carrying gold swords from the treasury. I hope you got those back off him after the ceremony. Twelve earls carrying the robes of state. A baron carrying the crown. Finally, me, with the bishops of Durham and Bath under a silken canopy held up by spears. Right, I'm just going to put yes and very. It sounds like it cost a fair amount. Have you managed to raise a lot of income during your reign? One of my first goals was to amass a large amount of money. To help your people? No, to go to war and crusade. Oh. Did it work? I put everything I had up for sale. Auctioned off lands, titles, privileges, castles, towns, everything. I tried to sell London, but I couldn't find a buyer. Did you try Russia? What? Never mind. Carry on. In my first year as king, I doubled my income to 31,000 pounds. I mean, I don't want to boast, but... Uh... Didn't you spend half that preparing for travel abroad? On 60,000 horseshoes and 14,000 cured pigs? What? I like pork. It says here that during your reign, there's been a significant hike to inflation. What's this castle of impudence? It's a state-of-the-art fortification that costs 12,000 pounds. Impudence or imprudence? While we're on the subject of fortifications, let's talk about your military service. Great! I'm an excellent military commander. The Third Crusade. The most ambitious and far-flung military expedition ever implemented by an English monarch. Primary objective was the reconquest of the holy city of Jerusalem. Did you succeed? Um, ah, no. Give me some examples of your successes on campaign, then. At Acre, I created a stone-throwing machine. It uses advanced counterweight technology to propel heavy missiles further and with more accuracy. I did that. Me. Moi. And that helped knock down walls and buildings, did it? Well, that adds a reward. What reward? I offered a reward of four gold coins, which uh, was a year's pay to anyone that dodged the arrows to pick up a stone from the wall and come back with it. So that's where all the money went. And then in Sicily... Wait, I... wait, wait. I'm not done with Acre, matey. Matey? Let's talk about what happened when Acre surrendered to the Crusaders. How many members of the garrison were held captive? Um... 3,000, wasn't it? And when the deadline for negotiation passed and nothing had been agreed, what did you order your troops to do? Well... You killed them! <laughs> All 3,000 hostages! They were my prisoners. I could dispose of them as I liked. They were hostages? Quite an important difference. But it did start the negotiations again. Look, I'm extremely brave, even when I'm ill. Ill? I got this uh, scurvy-like affliction. It made my teeth and my fingernails loose. My hair started to fall out. I was kept to my tent for weeks on end. Eventually, I told my man to carry me to the front line on a stretcher. I picked the enemy off one by one with my crossbow, lying down. 
You've got strong abs. So what? Well, I thought I'm tall. Yes, you are. Six foot five? Surely that means something. It means you have trouble getting trousers to fit. Actually, that's a good point. Maybe I need to have a new outfit made for the awards ceremony. What you're conveniently forgetting is that 24 hours before you retreated, Saladin left the holy city of his own accord. You could have seized Jerusalem with very little resistance. So, as I was saying, about Sicily, I successfully <sighs> negotiated my sister Joanne's release from her kidnapper and got a payment of 40,000 ounces of gold. Oh, and I invented a Mata Griffon. What's that? It's a kind of siege tower, but this one can be broken into sections, transported by ship, and then reassembled when you need it. You developed a mobile do-it-yourself warfare kit? If you like. And uh, then let me tell you about the Cypress deal. What Cypress deal? I sold it to the Templars for a hundred thousand gold bezants. <laughs> Quite a markup. Was it actually yours to sell, though? I only got the down payment of 40,000, though. Swindlers. Tell me about your time in prison. Now look at this mantelpiece. Do you think it's big enough to hold the award? I want everyone to see when they come in here. The only English king to be held captive by a foreign country. Not something to sing about, is it? It was the King of France. He always had it in for me. I see. He started a hate campaign and accused me of treason, treachery, and mischief. Called for me to be arrested and tried on what grounds? Hmm. Where was it you were discovered? Vienna. Where in Vienna? Uh, house. Sorry? A disreputable house. And how did you get caught there? Someone recognized my jewel ring. Are you sure that's all they recognized? I'll have you know that when I went to trial, I defended myself with such skill that the German court was on my side. I mean, this is going to be one hell of an acceptance speech. I'm going to start by thanking all the people. They didn't let you out, though, did they? Not until the ransom of 150,000 silver marks was paid. A bargain for this. No comment. Now, let's turn to your... How can I put this? Romantic persuasion. My what? There's a rumour going around that you might like men romantically more than you like women. Now, that's not a problem. That's preposterous! Where did you hear that? Apparently, you shared a bed with Philip Augustus in 1187. That's it? Yes. Well, that's ridiculous. I think you'll find I'm a prolific womanizer. When I was Duke of Aquitaine, I abducted my subjects' wives and daughters and made them my concubines. That's not something to be proud of. This isn't the award for best womanizer. Oh, well, because if it were, I mean, have you seen these nuns at Fontevraud Abbey? <laughs> Actually, can I bring a date to this awards thing? Do you feel that way about your wife, Berengaria? Blech. That explains why you don't have kids, then. No heir or successor. That's a black mark, I'm afraid. For a king. There's more than one way to create a legacy. I think you're confusing the word legacy with legend. Look, I'm clearly going to win a best king. Look at me. I'm looking. So what? I redesigned the great seal. It's got three lions on it now. Whoop. 
I made Portsmouth into a major naval base and supply depot. Hooray for Portsmouth. I called my sword Excalibur. You sold it to the King of Sicily for a fleet of 19 ships. I started the majestic plural. The what? The royal we, as in we. Not going to win the award, King Richard. What? Why? So many reasons. But fundamentally, the actual time you spent physically in England during your reign is less than six months. Six months? In ten years? I've been busy. Yes, well, thank you for your time, King Richard. Don't go! There must be something I can do to change your mind. Oh my goodness, is that a jeweled box over there? I don't need it anymore. Do you like it? I'm not interested. I don't want it. Well, is there anything else you like in here? This? 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 Stop picking things up and asking if I want them. I don't want that. What is that? Next time, it's John and his anger management. Calm down, dear. The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Synth 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. To fact check what you've heard on this monarch, visit our website losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Synth79P and use the hashtag Lost Tapes of History.